2: Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined by, there he is, it's producer Joel.
3: Hi Mark. Hi Joel,
2: how you doing mate, you alright?
3: I'm 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 cracking Mark, tired, how are you? Mate.
2: You look tired, I think I look tired. That's
3: probably because I'm so late cooking pancakes last right night. It? Why are you? Why were you yeah. cooking pancakes late? No, because uh, I had them for pudding but I had dinner late. Wow. That's, and that's I had to have
2: pancakes Yeah, to have pancakes I I had some And, I, and yeah? I had some on Sunday night
3: as well What do you like on your pancakes? What do you
2: like on my pancakes? Sunday I went for lemon, sugar
3: mm-hmm. Classic And then
2: I used to, when I was a kid I used to like golden syrup of mine And I thought, well, yeah, I'm going to do that t- 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 tonight And that was yesterday And I tell you what Joel I wish I'd done that Sunday It was It was so
3: nice <laughs> Yeah, what? delicious. And now I'm on a diet. <laughs> Terrible few pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, of course. What so did what you nice. have on yours? Um, I had so I watched Saturday Kitchen at the weekend, and they made some pancakes. And I mean, I didn't copy the like ricotta pancake recipe that they did, but what I did notice is that James Martin, that's him, isn't it? He just put a load of maple syrup in a frying pan and cooked blueberries in it. So I did that. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. What just, just, yeah, so that's just, it. Simple. You heat up a load of maple syrup, and just chuck a punnet of blueberries in there, and let them cook.
2: Ah. It's unbelievable. Wow, there you go. Next year, I will, I probably would have forgot. I'm having trouble here, yeah. Joel. I, I just had a shower, and I got the, the little um headphone buds in, and I obviously yeah. haven't dried my ears enough, and they, they just I keep they out. sliding out both sides. And it's oh god, it's it's so annoying. It's like one of those like. What do you got? I, I don't know. oh that's stressful. I just want them to stay in, but I can just feel them exiting my just body. Just keep, keep one in and <laughs> tilt your head. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tilt my head and I'm gonna stick my finger in the other ear. Um, now, like so, Joe, it's now time for a regular feature of ours in the intros. What has Mark received via email from Spotlight? Oh yes, yes. I love this new feature. What do you think? What do you think it is this week? Can you hazard a guess?
3: Um, I think it's a, it's not this a scarecrow week. It's every, come to every life. bloody
2: day. It's a what? Scarecrow? That's
3: uh, come to life. No. No.
2: You'd be good for that. Do you want to know what it is? Uh, yes, of course. A, a Bristol accent soldier. Okay. So, so it's a voiceover for video for a video, soldier video game. Genuine Bristol accents. <laughs> Joseph was born in 1915. He left school as soon as he could and ended up joining the army at the age of 23. He is brave, determined, and endlessly resourceful. He is quintessential... Oh, oh, it's cut it off. I've got to read more. You've read enough. Uh, £200 (laughs) an hour for that. Can you give us a little uh, blast of Bristolian soldier? How does all right all right all right all right, all
3: right, all right, all right
2: remember? hey oh you got get down, get down i got a grenade <laughs> over here come on get down <laughs> kick it away
3: oh, <laughs> ah, it's a machine gone <laughs> what do you reckon i'll get it <laughs> that was really, i think you could probably get the part i think that will probably just take uh, take this podcast um all right let's go over the top that, use that audio
2: <laughs> ironically that go.
3: Go. was over the top No, I liked it. Ah, there you go. I'll submit that then. Could you do the audio and just cut it out for me? Yeah, I'll cut that out. You'd send that straight to Spotlight (laughs) with an invoice attached. (laughs) Good work. £200 an hour, Joel. Can't sniff at that. Mm, not bad. Can I sniff at that?
2: Um, Cool. Well, let's crack on with the podcast, Joel. Um, Who have we got this week?
3: We've got the superb Matt Reed. (laughs) It's Matt
2: Reed. That's what I was gonna say. So, because you MC a lot, when you go on,
4: you, you you just go without a plan. You have is there nothing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, well, I'm one of the I'm one of the ones that like I'm in the dark in the back watching people come in, going oh, I tell you who he looks like, tell you who he looks like in the head. <laughs> right, I mean, I've been at the minute. Comparing me dog walks, like, I'm like and if I'm like talking to people with the like because I've got a dog at the beginning of the first lockdown, and uh, when I'm at because she's a lovely little little whippet, and uh, everyone loves her. So everyone like fusses over it, and like every time she fusses, like I'm getting there's a gathering of three people. I'm going, oh hey hey, where are you from? What are you doing? <laughs> I, you what, I I I absolutely smashed the trip out for milk the other day. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> but I've been uh, I've been enjoying like uh, writing not not jokes so much, but like uh, a bit like I've always I've had I mean as every comic I'm sure I've got I've had sitcoms in my brain mm. and ideas in my brain for ages, and just never really had the never realize how much spare time you've actually got when you don't, when you don't use it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have sat down and I've written and I've written and uh, I've been really enjoying that. Oh, and, uh, but not jokes, not jokes. I've written like sitcoms and ideas and yeah. stuff like that. Just, just to get it all out, you know, cause it's, it's like, I've been doing comedy for, this is me 22nd year. Wow. Uh, and like, I didn't realize just how important it was to us. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, over Christmas, I used to get a bit antsy. Yeah. If it was like two weeks so I'd be like. But now I am absolutely climbing the walls. I'm going, like, I need, I've got to do something. Like everything. I mean, yourself, I'm, I'm, I'm chuffed to be able to do your, your podcast and I love doing podcasts as well. So every time I get the opportunity, I'm like, yes, yes, absolutely. It's so good to talk. <laughs> get
2: it <on> yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good to just talk to comics though. That's why I love it. But that's why this has sort of mm-hmm. kept me going in lockdown because you don't because yeah. you don't even realize how much you miss that yeah just chatting to comics in the green rooms and
4: you know yeah and is it is like i mean is, that's a lovely view you've got
2: by the way yeah well I, so nice. I, I had to move back out of london so i'm back at my parents and they've got this new conservatory thing and it's oh that's very yeah. nice Where, where's that it's then? in canterbury near canterbury in the countryside that's beautiful yeah it? it's, it's, it's really nice like it's so nice being able to, to we'll
4: just go for a walk. Do you know, yeah. you know what I
2: mean? Because in London, I was right in the middle of it. Well,
4: I, like, I lived in London for a year. I couldn't, I, I don't know what to, it's, <laughs> it's all oh, so fair. But I honestly, it used to drive makes me skin crawl when I got off the trail in London. I'm like, oh, I'll go out here. This <laughs> um, I, I, live, I live in there. Uh, like, that's the thing. I, I've just moved with me and my girlfriend. Just bought this flat and, um, in Newcastle. Mm. And it's in it's in quite a nice part of Newcastle, Jesmond, but it's also a very student area, and um, like it's honestly you couldn't ask for a better flat. I love it. It's absolutely gorgeous. We've got all the nice floors, yeah. all the all the uh, bookshelves, and all that. Heckless. You hear that? That's a student, <laughs> and that is almost constant. Oh really? Where where are they? Uh, they're, in your they're in the, that, that's in the eye, <laughs> yeah, 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 screaming, "Please let me out!" And uh, me mum's got money. Uh, not having it, but uh, upstairs, like for some reason, the, the, obviously the unis are closed, and upstairs, the went home and the back, and I've got no idea why. Uh, but the, and they're there, and they're, now I've got to let them off with like what because they've got six people in a flat that shouldn't hold four, and. <laughs> Every time they go across, it's like some sort of brick dancing hippo. Every time they go across the uh, the floor, which I've got to allow. I can't say, can you just not walk across yeah. your floor? And, but they're like, probably like, oh, and, wow. Hanre, and uh, the volume that they talk to each other. It's like the north-south
2: divide in a block of flats.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, Except uh, they're uh, north the, this the, time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but the volume they like, speak is, like, every time she comes in, like, oh, oh, oh I'm just like, oh. And I've, I've actually, I've actually uh, I'm actually, I am the grumpy old man downstairs now. <laughs> I've turned into that. Because I've got a tennis ball. Because rather than make them come all the way down the stairs for me to complain at them, I go out the front and their window's just up there. I just chuck this tennis ball. I've got a specific <laughs> tennis ball, by the way. Say fuck off on shut it. Them up. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm like, once, like, the other, the music was like, and I was like, I'm, like, I'm It was like, it was like quite late now. So I chucked the tennis ball. The one went, oh my god, the tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> I've got them genuinely terrified. It's, it's like of the it's ball.
2: like a character in their life
4: now. <laughs> exactly, <gasps> it's a tennis ball man. <laughs> like the, like, at the beginning, the first one there, we had a bunch of students, but with different students to the ones when we first moved in, and they were like proper rars, and they were chucking cigarettes into my backyard from the window. <laughs> so, and wait, like, because they're not things as I went up like, "Will you stop throwing tabs into my window?" And, uh, oh, you me I'm sorry. Who's throwing tablets into your yard? I was like, <laughs> So,
2: so, so you say saying you sort you don't really write jokes, but that that's a really funny situation. So, well, basic one. That's that's ideal for a sitcom. Yeah. But, yeah. but that that would work as a story on stage. But so, would you sort of think oh, that's an interesting situation? Then would you just go on stage and talk about it and see what happens?
4: Yes. I have I've talked about because when I do gigs in Newcastle, a lot of the people from uh, Jesmond have got these the ones with the expendable money, the students that can go to the comedy clubs and they do. Uh, I've done a few. You beat Newcastle stand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of the best clubs Mm. in the world. It's it's amazing, and um, they've got. red raw on a wednesday and it's like there's queues to get in and people getting turned away every wednesday ah, cool. and it's like it's full you can't get moved it's one of the best and if i ever have a, like a bad gig i was like or not or if i just have a gig where i'm just like doing it for the money on a weekend i was on the wednesday kind hold on just to remind us why i do it <laughs> okay and um it's brilliant but um it's just like I so i'll, I'll I'll actually actively like call them out. Who lives in Jesmond. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm like, wait. I'll, and another thing, because <laughs> there's I mean, there's, there's a bunch of clouds. There's two of the most beautiful parks in the northeast, just about 200 meters down there. And there are by like, the bins playing cricket and screaming at each other, and they're screaming the horrible things like, "Oh, you, you fucking retard!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, lads, shut up." <laughs> but I, yeah, but like I know what you mean. Like there's a lot of things that are happening that you can. I mean, like. Right when I've been doing Zoom gigs in lockdown, there's a lot of comics going, oh, I, I'll just try my new stuff. I'm like, new stuff? Yeah. What have you been doing? <laughs> but then you've got people that, that, that are doing stuff like, oh, yeah. They'll, they'll come and go, oh, you know, and they'll be talking like, uh, about Tiger King. And like, this isn't your stuff. This is just stuff you've read off the internet. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't Come up with something. Like, I can't, if i were, whoa, whoa, who's old clapping? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: got old quick well, now, right? like,
4: yeah exactly it, it, it became a lot of the, a lot of stuff became hack like that. yeah like yeah yeah everything's like gone <laughs> you've got to be quick with jokes now and you've got to get them on online so well, that's what i've found because like... i've
2: always put stuff online but since lockdown every comic has so much time now they're all everyone's doing it so you've got you've got to be like lightning to get in there first i remember i thought of a really actually i thought of a really a really good one i can't even remember what it was and i thought oh that's good i'm the first one to do it and then Richard Osman did the exact same one about, he doesn't follow me, so he, he hadn't seen mine. And then and I yeah. see the same joke, and he's got getting the h- thousands and thousands of likes and yeah. likes. Like, I did that first, but it's yeah. literally three minutes, I think, which is really weird.
4: Uh, on Twitter, uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. it is like this is absolutely interesting. Yeah. If you... Oh, they're back. Uh, honestly, Can we like do a live Twitter, tennis like...
2: ball on the podcast?
4: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, no, that's that's not even upstairs. That's the clowns out the back, which is um like the there's a party up and down that street just about every night. But like there's this thing that the uh, Newcastle Uni, because there's a bit of money uh, in Newcastle Uni, and these are all like proper money students. Right. Uh, it's called Operation Walk, where it's like um it's it's basic, like the uh, the university pays for this group of people to go around like antisocial uh behavior uh team from the uni. The uni pays for it. They go around the not on the dog telling them to shut up. And if they don't, then they get like a mark against the name, they go and they know, they find out which uni they go to and the uni deals with it. Oh, they, wow. if, if they repeat Bend ESB with the anti social behavior, they get chucked out for uni course. Oh, wow.
2: Are you on that team, yeah?
4: yeah I'm, 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 I've, uh, <laughs> You're tipping I, them off. I,
2: it's with
4: me it's it's with me it's more like it'll be a death squad if you get marching in the move. <laughs> 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 I, I can't honestly uh, Drive me, head in. but other than that,
2: like I feel like there's a joke in that, lovely, that anti-social yeah. behaviour team because it sounds like they could be the ones that are the anti-social ones. <laughs> so
4: they going so out kicking over bins. I mean, I often like. I mean, I often. Like, uh, I know you put up a lot of jokes. I mean, I follow you on uh, most of the social platforms, and uh, I often read yours. i my girlfriend girlfriend, often have a bit chocolate. Oh, that's nice. Jokes. I love, I love a one. I, like, I always remember that. I think we did a gig in, it was Preston once. Uh, we, was we, we haven't gigged together No, which is odd. But I tell you what,
2: I don't know if it was Preston, but I was I was going to say, when you mentioned the North, South of Fire, I think the first time we ever gigged to each other, I think it was Blackburn. Well, and you were emceeing. And it was, because- I always remember it, because you were emceeing. And then you were smashing it. And I was thinking, this is going to be great. I can't wait. And then, as soon as I walked on, and they heard my accent, it was like it was like you hadn't even been on. It was like it was just starting fresh, and it was such. It ended up going okay, but it was was such a battle getting them on board. And and I was like, that was sort of one of my first experiences of that. Like, all right, he's from South, is he? Right, here we go. Yeah, but that
4: was a a that was a weird gig that because it was a lot of there was a lot of families. uh, that had match, I mean, no, without joking, there was a lot of families that had like matching and tats and stuff like that. Like, there you all the families were, yeah. like, it was, they, were a, they were a rough <laughs> crowd. And they were only laughing like, the, the lads were only laughing like this. <laughs> like, rather, like, yeah, I'm not giving them the I'm not giving them the satisfaction, they satisfaction. already made me laugh. That's a bit gay. <laughs> <sighs> Who
2: was that for? Is that like the Frog and Buckets have a gig or
4: someone's? Yes, I think it think was a problem because it was you I think Bethany Black was on as well that's the thing I... Which a hairy ass blogs and then Bethany Black was doing last and she was like I don't know what to do it." I was just you fine and she, yeah, went, yeah. she was fine she's actually uh, but uh, that was it that was a rough game I loved that but have loved, you ever I had like, that uh, or the I opposite like, so
2: have you ever had that when you go down south you get the same sort of frosty reaction no,
4: that's the thing I get, it's it's a good thing having this accent, the, like the Geordie accent, because it's uh, it's universally quite liked. Yeah, I don't know a lot of people say that I cannot stand the Geordie accent. Yeah, I, I just don't, and it's not like an arrogant thing. I mean,
2: I, just, a, I mean, I'm Ant and sure Dec probably help that because yeah. they hear their voice. Everyone loves Ant and Deck, so you instantly hear the Geordie accent, and it makes you happy, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot of things that oh, the, all the call centres up in the northeast because the northeast got the most friendly accent. I was it, like, no, it's not because <laughs> we'll work for less because so, uh, there's no one else to do. But uh, the the jolly accent, like uh, if you go to Ireland, we've got quite a good Celtic connection, like uh, the northeast and uh, Ireland, mm. Scotland. Would you it you just Scottish with your head kicked in? I think that was what we uh, <laughs> uh, where, where the further south. go, like uh, it's just it gets more and more like people think, oh look at oh it's charming, and if you got no Wales, you just anything yeah 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 <laughs> hey <laughs> hello <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's just uh, it's a, it's a, it is a handy tool to have because mm. it's not na- it's it's nice and friendly but you can you can turn it aggressive if you want
2: yeah 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 have you have you done material about that whole thing
4: yeah well i've done i, t- I tell you what I don't know why, a long time ago i've got a big um i've got a big section on the uh, the the northeast accent like, a bit about uh how what, uh, do I talk for because of where I'm from kind of accent. That's what I call it. Where like I say a certain words like, hula hoop uh, uh, burrito, uh cookie, and things that people have genuinely asked us to say. And one of the ones people asked us to say was, uh, didn't bring a, did, didn't bring a pony into the grove, Jeffel Gan gone mad. Right? That was one of the, like, it was just a really obscure sentence from bite the grove. And uh, this is how I did that years ago at the hyena in Newcastle when that was still open. And, uh, this bloke comes up against him yet. By the way, uh, I liked your set, but it wasn't a pony; it was a goat. And I went, "All right." So he goes, "And it was my goat." What? <laughs> his goats acted in uh, by a grove, and he wanted that knowledge.
2: <laughs> well, you know, as someone who has jokes nicked all the time, I think it's good to give credit where yeah,
4: exactly. it's due. But I had, uh, but I had this whole section of the accent, and uh, Jimmy Carr used it on his naked jet. Um, radio show. Oh. Uh, and I didn't know about that actually. As it happens, uh, I, I saw him. Went. I've just had uh, you on the radio, and I went. On what? Oh, he quoted you.
3: Jimmy...
4: Yeah, yeah, He says, uh, "This is a uh, this is uh, Matthew Reid." Used... It was about accents and how you can use your accent mm. uh, to comedy. Effect. As, uh, Southern comic Matt Reid uh, using his accent. It, it had the whole section of me teaching people how to speak Johnny with certain words. Oh. and uh, like roller coaster and uh, uh, and stuff like that. And then uh, about uh, it was, it's still on there if you have a look at Jimmy Carr teaches regional accents to Antonio Banderas and Hayek, <laughs> he, he uses all exactly the same words to teach uh, them uh, from that I use in my set to teach uh, Antonio Banderas oh, what, like on Salmaniac. a chat
2: show or something
4: yeah I on a Graham show.
2: Um, oh, so how do you feel about that
4: I was I was a little annoyed and then I went <laughs> what am I going to do?" oh um, I think you'll find I pronounce words that way on stage yes. so <laughs> but the thing is like, I, I wouldn't have a leg to stand on if I wanted to whinge about it because he definitely used it in his radio show. So he definitely used it in that context from me yeah. with me acknowledged, and then he used it, I mean, but... Like, yeah. he, he, I mean, he, he might... The t- 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 t-
2: thing is, if he had have said, and he might have said your name in a the thing, they probably just would have cut it out and le- left it yeah, in. Yeah,
4: exactly. I, uh, it's not a lot it, but But, uh, and to be honest, uh, it's just nice. Well, it's Sammy kind of way. Yeah, because it is, like, it is, it is
2: a, essentially, it is a yeah. compliment to you that yeah, because yeah. Cause it's like someone said that when I, I used to get a bit annoyed about my jokes getting sort of nicked and stuff and it's like if you just take a step back that is nice that that joke is now in circulation and everyone yeah. really likes it and that came from my brain like yeah yeah it is
4: this um i tell you this is how old i am um when i when i first started i was in a double act and uh what, we used what were to, you called? uh matt and farron guess what the other lad's name was matt uh, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's changed me it. a <laughs> I was just that wacky. <laughs> but, uh, I, Matt Barry used to do all these daft songs, and we were very much a comics comic. You know, like, it would be be like, the songs would be so far. Back. I mean, we'd never get away with a lot of the shit we used to uh, do on stage now, and that's not like, not a good thing. <laughs> like, I'm not saying, like, oh, but they, were, they were better when oh, I was allowed to do rape jokes, you know what I mean? Uh, but, like, we used to do horrible stuff. It was like, really, because we were like quite new and we were, like the darker stuff. The was, shock, you know, value. When, uh, shock value. Shock yeah. value. And we used to do a lot of that. Now, But, like, we used to have, we used to have a great time doing it. We used to, uh, we, we kind of refined it before it finished. Uh, what a great bit. And, uh, when that, you know, he was like the the idiot and i was like all oh, like smart and i'd like we doing the songs but it'd be more shocking coming from me than i was like the horrible stuff they'd be like and then they'd feel sorry for him okay yeah, yeah. he did um but I wrote a joke and this was years ago and this instead of it being like a tweet or anything do you remember when you used to get uh i'm not sure how old you were actually 36, uh, 36 i really will, like, remember when you used to get uh you used to instead of tweets or the, the way you Kind of jokes would be like it'd just be a text chain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, text jokes. And like, emails. And one of my, and one of my, like I got my own joke texted to was from uh, like about thirty other people, and I was like, "Oh really? Oh really?" And it was uh, it was it was more joke it has been used a lot. I wrote, it. I mean, someone else might have come up with it as well, but um, the joke was um, it's quite offensive. <laughs> <laughs> the joke was self. Uh, as is Harry Harry Potter who likes it, and they are, everyone cheered, and I went, "All oh, right, well, grow up, it's for kids," but uh, I think it's a bit far fetched. Uh, you might have heard the joke. That we said, I think I think the jokes. A bit, I think it's a bit fetched. I mean, I know it's wizards and goblins, but a ginger kid at school with two mints. Come on! Now that was the joke. Oh, I've heard and, someone uh, do that
2: on on like a special. I think yeah. so. They've so you've had yeah, loads that, of jokes that, lifted at all.
4: Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've had jokes lifted. I, I mean, without a doubt. is that I why you don't bother the writing room,
2: them now? Yeah. You just want to go in the room because yeah, people I, can't I, nick like, them now.
4: But it was was uh, it? was uh, alright, you know. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't that fussed about. it. And we still used it. Mm. But my favourite one that I used to because he was. By the way, I find so it I very like, offensive. Yeah, good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, where came from? Was, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, but I, d- I used to do this brilliant bit. I, I used to love this bit. Like, uh, I used to have a backstory about me finding him feral in Hadsby Forest while I was on my school trip, and uh, and I took him under my wing and looked after. Says, and obviously, when he got older, he wanted to um, He wanted to, like, you know, be with women. I said, he, but he, he'd, been, he'd been living with animals. He couldn't just go to humans. So I said, uh, says, you slept with a squirrel, didn't you? He goes, yeah. I went, how was that? He goes, oh, you hit me nuts in the morning? <laughs> I went, oh, right. He uh, went with a tiger, didn't you? I how was that? Went, great. <laughs> and, and then great. Uh, and then it would be my he goes, I goes, oh, you're, you slept with a dolphin, but I don't suppose there was any porpoise to that relationship. And then I'd laugh. And he'd just go stone in go, no, I'm used to <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm so sorry."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so silly. So then the twist that comes is so much more powerful.
4: <laughs> oh, that's, well, that's brilliant. You, you're, you're, well, he did. The, he did one of the most contrived John. <laughs> There was a bit where I'd be, we'd sing a song together and I'd offend him and he'd run off and leave us on the, Not he'd offend me and I'd run off and leave us on, leave him on his own. He'd be on stage. One. Oh, um, uh, and then he did this, he goes, oh, I went to the doctor's the other day and I said, Doctor, every time anyone comes around the house, I rearrange me furniture, I ask them questions and then I make them listen to a band. He says, oh, you've got Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I oh wow. You,
2: you don't know, know. that. You know what? I've heard a lot of Parkinson's jokes that I don't f- think are that great, but that—that's yeah. the best one I've heard, actually.
4: <laughs> that's great. Well, I, I you, used to love doing the double act. We used to do a rap at the end called uh, so "All the Rappers Came uh, From the Streets." I us put them in from the streets. I mean, the only people that do on the streets, you know, uh, it's called Trump. <laughs> so, uh, so from the bin raking tour, I'd like to introduce Snoop Doggy Dogg on a washing line. <laughs> And he comes out of the bin bag, and I come on as fifty pence, which was an original joke at the time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we did a we did a rap about being uh, being on the street, And one of one of the lines is that uh, I think is that, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, you all listen up while you rap home, boys. The homeless guy is gonna make some noise. Rap last today. You think you're street living in your big ass penthouse suite. Sitting gin and juice in your Armani suits, while I've got a mug. Some fucker just to get some boots. <laughs> Here's a message from me to you. Chicks really dig you when you smell a special brew. And then we, <laughs> we do a robot dance. <laughs> well why was it? Uh, but it was a great. It was a uh, house flies, mothballs, fleas, itchy, itchy. We we're infested with all the pests in the city. This is rash hot. This is rash hot. And then we go scratch it. And as we scratched ourselves, the record we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so. It was very well. Yeah. So did you? Where did you do that in Edinburgh?
4: Yeah, no, we didn't. that's the thing. right we were both like, I was working in a supermarket at the same time, mm. and he was the laziest human being I have ever met in my life. Where he used to live like ten minutes from the train station. and Every single time he'd be late. Uh, but we we did it all over. We were going to loads of clubs and that, and uh, did a lot of clubs. to one, one of the worst gigs ever had was the Glee, which is my favourite gig of all time. Uh, one of my favourite gigs ever. The like, Birmingham mm. Glee. It was phenomenal. Uh, Roger Monkhouse was comper. Uh, he didn't know us at the time, and I love Roger now. But like, he was a bit of a he was a bit of a guy at the time, and he was stored, Uh allegedly, <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> was a bit he was a bit off. And he and he goes on and he did twenty five minutes at the top, and Alan Carr went on and did forty, and it was supposed to be a break, but um, what uh, Roger had forgotten it was a break, and he was going oh, it was bloody good I mean. Alan had smashed the room into oblivion and this should have been a break. And he goes, all oh, right, and that was either me shirt, that me shirt, oh, no, that was either shirt. And uh, he goes, oh, well, he's a gentleman, that's all the stuff we do now. He's the final act of this section. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Matt and Farron. And, I, like, and this was me trial for the day. a <laughs> We like, hello. And the crowd had had enough at that point. They wanted a break. Yeah, yeah. And we would get, hello, and we would get, I suppose... We tanked so badly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like and, and the tank, and, and when you, it's like I always feel sorry for like character acts and the acts because if the crowd get you you will tear a room apart. Mm, yeah. But if you if you die, yeah. then you've got to do some wacky shit in front of people. Yeah, Wear yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sunglasses, bin bags <laughs> for the tram. You know what everyone's going. Pfft.
2: <laughs> it's the classic middle <laughs> spot isn't it it's, I've seen so it's, it's mad isn't it because they either smash or they get nothing there's not really a lot in between with those sort of facts
4: there's not it is a, it is, a, it is a, uh, that, that's the thing like when you talk about the Glees and stuff like that you just I miss of mm. like I mean I'm not going to miss uh, Scunthorpe on a Thursday <laughs> like, I'm not, I, in that there's a, there's a gig in Scunthorpe which is oh it is always a chore but it's the travel like because I was like, you don't want to stay in <laughs> Uh So they travel back. I've like, got a milledonk aster at one o'clock in the morning waiting for the last train. Just going... <laughs> like, uh, excuse me, got your seat. No, I no, no, hit Just took one of the tentacles back and it was going, all right. Horrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I miss it. Did, is the is the double act the first thing that you did? Uh,
4: no, I didn't. I, like, I kind of... Um, I did... The very first gig I ever did was just on my own because uh, I used to write sketches with Farron mm. and we me met Michael. We used to get we used to get stoned and just watch uh, like really good comedy Allegedly. and well, oh, yeah, yeah, I know one hundred percent. We used to get, uh, on the weekend we just, used to uh, have a smoke and I'd just be mashed and we'd watch uh, stuff like uh, Brass Eye and uh, Blue Jam uh, and uh, anything like that mm. and the Fashion. We used to love the Fashion and. Uh, we just went, should we? Should we try some of this? And we went, all right. So we got a camera, and we're, we filmed a few sketches and stuff. We sent them off to places uh, on VHS. And That's the old school people. way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it was, it was written on the sketches by Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent them off, and people came back as well. Like, what do you want us to do with this? <laughs> so we, we didn't know. We just thought, you sent them in, they go, nah, I've got a future for you, sonny. That
2: works. it. You used to hear uh, stories about that working, but it's probably just like yeah. a one in a million story but, but that's the, yeah, one you hear.
4: Of the one you hear yeah but we're not gonna tell you a story about a lad that sent the tape off and got nothing back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> essentially
2: that's what you just told me <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, yeah. but that it, it was on the way to another story but we used to do that and it was uh well we there was a Farron got a camera for his birthday. And it was like a proper clunky, like... <laughs> and that uh, every week uh, we'd would, uh, would meet up and uh, one of us would take the camera home and would film sketches and we'd come back and meet up again Would we'd watch, the, watch whatever anyone had filmed. And if we thought it was good, we'd, like, we'd write it up and film it properly. Uh, right. Uh, we well, sketches, like, one of them was called Chalk and Cheese, where it's, like, two detectives from different, like, backgrounds and that's just been absolutely ridiculously, <laughs> like ridiculously uh, polarised views like all the time um, Steve Chalk well, and
2: David geez
4: exactly I, Like where once they, go, they went to this like uh, stuffy because it was like, a, white, a white guy and a black guy and they, they go to this uh, stuffy stuffy party where he went to school where it's all like an old dancing to like uh, more and that and, uh, and anyway the, 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 he's trying to find out who murdered he's showing everyone the, uh, the picture of the girl and the, <laughs> the black guy gets up and takes over the DJ next to what's this shit and he, <laughs> <laughs> everyone starts dancing like, this is the best music we've ever heard and he's still trying to solve the sake he's like he's done it again <laughs> and it was there's stuff like that and it was oh god i still used to love it it was one where you know where people like where you see men like so aggressively shake hands and slap each other on the back yeah. and there's like, like we took that and it was like a conversation where they went and talked to each other, and like, like, crushes his hand, like, and then uh, the next one's like, hey, you are you doing? And then by the end of it, they were like, knife bite. I see <laughs> yeah. you. you my <laughs> <on your holiday?" laughs> That's a great sketch. It was it was, uh, it was. just, oh, yeah, he still loved doing that. And then went to a workshop in the Hyena when they cared about comedy when it was downstairs. It was, it was when David Johns, like, David Johns and his sister, it and uh, a few other lads. And uh, Arnold Brown, you know Arnold Brown? Yeah. Uh, Scottish comic it was like one of the Godfather's of modern comedy. He was in there, uh, he's been in like, I think he helped write the comic strip presents. Yeah. And uh, he's the one that came out of the, uh, I was supposed to do self depreciating comedy, but uh, not very good on it. He? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> like, but he's, he's very good. And um, he was there and he was watching, there was all the like, Amdram people there. Mm. And they're all like, <laughs> he said, like, okay, give us your sketches. And he was like, wouldn't it be funny if a bear? was driving a car. I mean, brilliant. brilliant. And he was like, Because ah. <laughs> it was just like, people were like, oh, this is funny. And then he got to us and we were like, these three nattlers just going, well, oh, I worry. We thought, because we watched all the same stuff as him. As examples, he put jam, fast show uh, and stuff like that up on the screen, to show us, And they were, everyone, no one had seen it before, but we were like, oh, we watched this, this selfie ever. And uh, we gave him our sketches and we saw him like physically go, oh, I don't remember. And then every time he went along to other people, he'd be like, what do you think of that? And they go, oh, what would you do? And he goes, all right, well, how about this? this? This thing's broken, but it's got a weird component. You go, ah, how would you finish that sketch? And you come back to us. And we go, oh, how about this? And he go, right, well, write that down. That's better than yours. <laughs> so we were like, universally here. Yeah, and I think one of them came up to try and make us look right. stupid. We go, like, oh, you do comedy, do you? I was like, well, we we'll write sketches. And he goes, well, uh, have you ever done stand up? And I was like, no. I go, oh, wait, uh, how about you come try stand up there? Here we'll give you a five minutes spot. We mate's bottled prose. I I mean, Is that right? Give it a go. Yeah, I, I'll give it a go. And uh, I did. And I I, I, couldn't, like, I couldn't have been more relaxed about. It. I didn't care because I didn't see it. It's like it wasn't. It was nothing. I was trying to aspire it. Mm. To. And I didn't really. I didn't really particularly watch a lot of stand up before that either. Uh, I mean, Dave Allen. I used to love watching with my with mum with and dad. Mm. And uh, I used to. I used to I had a Lee Evans DVD, which I wasn't. I wasn't. Someone bought it. I wasn't that keen on it, but like I've seen it. Like I watched his DVDs, and I was like, "No, nah, he's alright. He's good." But to see him live, like, because yeah. like, I worked with I worked with him at the Glee. Like, I've never seen anyone order room like that before. I did. It's um, like
2: a I, actually, I didn't do. I went to watch. I was quite new. The first O two comedy gala. Do you remember yeah. when they did that? And they were just like there yeah, were yeah. too many comedians on. Yeah, and, but but they're all like top level comics. Yeah. And it got to the point where it it was dragging a lot because there was just too many. And then Lee Evans closed it and everyone was just done. And his first, yeah. I'll never forget, his first two, three, four jokes didn't really hit. And then it just went up. And I, I can't explain what it was. It must have been energy because the first jokes were good, but but it was like, I don't know what it was, but they just, everyone he, just... Got on board, and then it's like the gig was starting again.
4: He's something else, isn't he? He's he's yeah. like honestly, I've like I like I say, I'm particularly If you if you take his jokes, like written down, and just do them without without Bailey Evans, like it's a fairly mundane, average set. Mm. But he has just got like obviously, it was like. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it was Cardiff Clay. and I thought, you know what, I will go and watch because it's Lee Evans. Yeah, like, yeah. And I thought, even though he's not, he's not particularly. Like, I mean, I, he's such a lovely man. He's one of the nicest humans I've ever met. But I thought I'd go and watch, and I watched from the, in the back, and I, I end up pissing myself laughing at him. Like I yeah. just, I was just like the charisma he had. He walked on stage, he just went, yeah, "You know what? Yeah, I've got some jokes. No, <laughs> I'm gonna try then." That was it they were there they were there and I was just like that, it was magic yeah it was I, the only other the only other person I've ever seen do that was I was and it was a festival gig and you know what early mm. I was doing camp festival years ago and uh Lee Mack was on.
2: ah oh, he's one of my favorites and
4: I've never seen anything like it like I've never seen anyone so clearly shift gear so like it was almost physical you might as well have just gone <laughs> really? he, he was on stage and his first three jokes didn't land and I just saw him literally nod his head look around work out he must have just worked out what he needed to do in his head in a split second and he started again he more or less started again mm. like he didn't say I'm starting again he just he did something and that was it he, he, dist- he tore that room apart and I was just like that was impressive yeah like that because I've seen acts that have got one gear they go on and go around and die in the first two jokes mm. again what am i supposed
2: to do but he's he yes. I think lee Mack is just gifted isn't he he's yeah he's, his brain just is so fast and yeah. that's insane like he, there's a youtube compilation of all these would i lie to you best bits and you yeah. i just watched it in awe the first i watched it it's just insane how quick that man is
4: yeah he's he's like that's the difference like, there's a lot i mean the comedy industry the minute, I I think it's full of career is, and I don't like that. I don't like. Uh, I, I always, because when I got into comedy, it wasn't, it wasn't a career. It was a hobby that I did on the side when I worked in the city I was saying, I, I, I it, almost
2: had the same sort of start to you because I I stumbled on it because my mate had been doing comedy and then he just said, do you want to have a go? And I, the first time I went into a comedy club was my first gig. I'd never yeah, even considered so it. I,
4: so I, I, yeah. I, I my mine was a room of a pub just up there, just up in Fence Houses and uh my family came with us and they were absolutely shitting themselves. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? This is so nerf. And I was like, oh, I don't care. What, what was it like? And I had a lovely time and I got, there was another promoter and he says, oh, would you like a gig here? And I was like, yeah. And my second gig, I'm, like, I'm so badly. Like, in fact, I remember the first time I ever conquered, right? I wrote this joke. Oh, it still makes us cringe think about it. But I will tell you, I went, uh, I, oh, as a competitor, you know, being high to uh, warm up the crowd, I've totally misunderstood and I've got boxes of surplus scoffs in my house. Oh <laughs> <that is miraculous. laughs> I just found one of the old notebooks and it's like it's like the top would like circled in red as if I'm like circled <laughs> 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 in red I mean I've I've oh.
2: thought that joke before and decided not yeah. to do it.
4: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, I mean, that's but like uh, but at the minute like I say like there's there's a lot of careers in it and like and a lot of people just use it as a stepping stone again they're like yeah, yeah, TV, bro. yeah, which is fair enough. Like, but, uh, but, me, me, but it's so when it's so the out. actual
2: co- co- comedy in the clubs is where is the most important thing. Yeah,
4: know? I think so. Because, yeah, but like, then you've got uh, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of what I call snake oil salesmen at the minute, where they've got nothing, mm. they've got note, and uh, they are flying up because they are very good at selling note. Mm. Uh, and like, I, I always feel when I'm going on like, this, but, like <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying like, you are doing it wrong. Because <laughs> I'm watching I'm watching stuff and it's it's perfectly reasonable for other people to do a comedy. <laughs> but i just saying, what you do there was a perfect analogy. I was this is years ago. I was driving with uh I was driving back from a gig with uh a very, very famous comedy drop names, but I was driving back and he and was, and he used to study musical theatre. Mm. And uh and he said, You know what, mate, I got into musical theatre because I could sing and because I could dance. And he says, and people were there because they loved musical theatre and they wanted to be part of it. Mm. And they had to learn how to do everything and there was nothing natural about the way they did it. And he says, it's exactly the same for comedy. Like the people who come into comedy being massive comedy nerds, know how to do comedy. They know the formula of it. If they want to bake a comedy cake, they can do that, fine, Mm. but it's going to taste like every other cake out there. But if there's people that that... if you're not like naturally funny, they're funny. You can spot the, the naturally funny people, mm. the ones that have got like that. Uh, that you, you can spot quick them. wit and things like that. Yeah, and I can spot the ones that go. And, like, <laughs> and uh, oh, anyone that tries overtly tries to be wacky. That's it for me. Though. I'm like, we're not going to be like I mean, say, that there's some great there's some great comics at the minute. There's some absolutely brilliant ones. Got some uh, there. There's some comics I really look forward to working with, and I love like some of the older lads, like Andy Askins. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a lot of touches him. That's thought he does. I had to quit cage fighting too many rules. That is just <laughs> coming from Swanepoel. Yeah, that's the thing
2: because that that said by a lot of people doesn't have yeah. that same. Effect like that is so visual on him saying it,
4: yeah, because he looks like Penfold, <laughs>
2: yeah, just so mild mannered and looks just so nice.
4: Oh, he's, he, he, I don't think he does this, for anyway, he used to do it with guns. He "Ah, we kids, you know, they wanted one of them Xbox consoles for Christmas,' like, yeah, I had to disappoint him, anyway. Uh, little <laughs> <laughs> no joke, it's just disappointed this channel. <laughs> <laughs> the um, but there's a, there's some people I've I've, I've got have got my I genuinely got some of my favorite jokes, but they cannot deliver them. Like there's there's a, there's a lad. i obviously I'm not near name names. I'm not telling a joke, but he's got two of the jokes on the set that I think are absolutely incredible. Mm. Like two of my favorite jokes, and he just wastes <laughs> them by spinning then all of them dead quick, like absolutely like whizzes all of them. I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah.
2: What are you doing?
4: And there's a lad that he's got two jokes as well, and I don't know who this is, but two of my favourite jokes on the circuit, and I've forgotten who it is. It's I think it's the same one. He, he comes on and goes, uh, I goes, look, I don't do a lot of audience participation. What don't I do a lot of?
2: Oh, that's great.
4: <laughs> it's magnificent. I love isn't that. It?
2: Well, if anyone knows who does that,
4: yeah, if anyone watch watch it, that
2: is that uh, jokes with Mark, let us know.
4: And the other one is, I, mean, I think it's the same book, He goes, uh, apparently there's a shop over the road that uh, sells uh, quilted bed covers, duvet." <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. Oh, I
2: love it. Is, it is that person's whole act like that?
4: I think so. I think so. I think he's got. Uh, I think he's got a foreign sounding name. I don't think he's English. Oh, God. I just kind of like honestly. I, that uh, audience participation joke is just, it's so simple and
2: so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Great start as well. I love, a jo- yeah. I love it when I come up with a joke that you could open with. Like it's so hard to get a good natural opening joke. Yeah. I find. Yeah. But what's weird is I had my, my opening joke. So normally opening joke's one of your best jokes. And then, yeah. when, so my opening joke for me, even sort of six, seven years ago, that would, it it doesn't work at all now.
0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.
0: In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with LinkedIn you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job
2: on linkedin.com/achieve today that, how that sort of totally shifted i don't yeah. know if it's because i'm different in performance now i think that might be what it is
4: but i'm obviously like uh, if you uh, how, how did it used to go when you first when you did the splash but well, the thing
2: is, I think when you're newer, what you think is a smash isn't a smash. So then when you get yeah. better, that's why, that's probably is what the reason is why those jokes don't work. But, but that joke was the best compared to all the others. Yeah. But now it's the worst compared to all the others. So then yeah. I guess, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
4: I was used to open with me, uh, the joke, which was a true story about when I used to work at the supermarket and, uh. A woman comes in, buys all her shopping, comes to the counter and buys a scratch card, doesn't win, and then puts the shopping back. That's story. Oh, that's I love that. I'm like it's, it's 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 a story of hope, yeah, <laughs> but it's also a tragic story.
2: That took me a second uh, as well. That's that's really funny.
4: Yeah, but like and she, well, she didn't put it all back but she did put some stuff back and i was like so because it is oh. i mean
2: that's funny but because it like yeah. you say it's is a it's a bit tragic yeah did did that did that affect the reaction that it got in gigs
4: and uh, further if up north where people are like, uh, like up, I'm, I'm not trying to widen this divide, but uh like northern towns people are, because they recognize that level of desperation to a yeah. degree, but if I do like a nice high end gig, like the boat, mm. there's it's a I love that gig, I, I absolutely love that gig, and but it does get a bit of moneyed people mm. in because uh, it's this that bar Central is London, not then. cheap, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, can I have a jiggle top, not the whole bar, all right, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely ludicrous. in fact every time I used to do the boat a lot and uh, every time we'd do it they'd get us a bottle of like supermarket gin so I didn't have to keep one because <laughs> <laughs> so I just like it would have cost us because I like to drink at the gig and it would have cost us about 70 quid a night yeah
2: it probably cost you more than your fee
4: yeah and then um, so like if I did that gig up there, that they'd recognise the tragedy they'd recognise the situation and they'd the, you know, laugh so if I did that on the boat like I used to drop it when I did the boat because uh oh my god those two people yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i was like no no you don't get it we don't we're fine with being poor <laughs> it's, it's all right
2: could you like would it ch- would it change it if it, you made it you that it happened to or does does that not
4: yeah uh, I, I, do you know what? i never i never really i never really uh, budged that I, I, I was always really stubborn in me jokes that's that, yeah. that was that's the problem from uh, being early if it didn't work, I would hammer it until it, uh, until
2: he got a laugh, and then I'd, uh, then I'd go there. See, yeah. get <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, they're> wrong. <laughs> Matt Reed, hahahahah! Hashtag Ooga Good stuff, lovely. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I'm sure you did. It uh, all, all feedback. Uh, let us know at Jokes with Mark across all social media um yeah lovely stuff um there'll be more over on patreon if you want some more matt reed uh thanks to everyone who's signing up on
3: patreon um you also get some often quite surreal chats between us over on patreon mark that's true yeah so we we really cut loose on the Patreon (laughs) intros and outros it's because we've run out of everything else normal to talk about so we just absolutely we just and i think that's a that's as in that's enticing if i was a listener to this podcast um i probably the producer joel bits would probably be my favorite bits and so if i wanted more of those i'd find them over at patreon.com forward slash jokes with mark
2: you produce a joel bit and mark bits yeah because yeah, i'm yeah. involved as well joel. it's not That's just i, I didn't mean to, i meant to say just just so do you want to do one of these podcasts sometime joel with because you used to be a stand-up comedian
3: yeah and i could bring every single bit of material i wrote never
2: worked yeah. Oh, I think we should do one there actually. I think we should do a special actually at some point.
3: Alright. Can you Sounds get your notebooks? Yeah, I think I have actually. Well wow. <laughs> Well, oh, haven't we done this yet? Well, yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, great. idea. Okay. Oh, well, when when you run when you run out of comedians that are willing to reply to your messages <laughs> okay. <we'll>... next week. <laughs> will you, will do Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um
2: lovely. Anything more from you, Joel?
3: Nothing more for me, Mark. Anything more you, Nothing Mark? more for nice with you,
2: Joe. have you Bye.
0: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods,